From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome along again to Movies First with me, Alex First, and my partner in crime, Chris Coleman. How are you, sir? I am very well indeed, Alex, and today we are venturing into the latest animated movie to hit cinemas around the world. It is called Storks, uh, and I'm going to take a punt here. It's about birds and babies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how do you explain when you've got a youngster where babies come from? If you explain to them they come delivered in this sort of little bundle by a stork. Yeah, well, I suppose they may believe it for a short period of time, but I think if you're trying to explain it to most of them these days, is that still a myth that goes round or is that sort of something that's 20 or 30 years old? I, I'm not sure because I suppose I'm not of the age where I'm explaining it to my children anymore. Do you remember stork stories while you were growing up? I, I remember stork stories, but it was after I'd learnt the truth. So I, I, I think the internet has done things like the stork myth uh, about as well as a knife between the shoulder blades would do most myths. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at the internet, it reveals references by the Greeks, the Germans, the Chinese, the Egyptians and the Israelis, just to name a few of them, to storks and babies. So regardless of the veracity of those myths, that's the starting point for this rather hectic animated feature. It's got two directors, Nick Stoller and Doug Sweetland, and Nick Stoller has also written it. And it's a road trip like no other because you've got this super-focused stork with rather large ambitions and an 18-year-old orphaned girl with some wild ideas rushing to make a special delivery. The action is centred on a global internet retail giant called cornerstore.com. It's always hard to get a name that re- sort of reverberates. And I reckon Corner Store is a great name for a retail outlet, don't you? Well, I've, I've looked Corner this up. Corner Store. Sorry, I've looked this up, and there is indeed a cornerstore.com website, but it is actually a real store. So I'm wondering whether they've had to pay for, to, to borrow that for the movie. Product placement is massive, is it not, in any <laughs> movies these days? I mean, that's how, how they recuperate some of their their hard-earned money that they've spent on it, the studios, etc., etc. And the product placement of Coke bottles or Pepsi or whatever you want to call it, or, or computers or telephones, for that matter, or motor cars. I, mean, I, I kind of wonder, do you think you would rush out and buy a motor car if you see the latest... I don't know, DB, whatever it may be, in a James Bond movie. Very few people have that sort of money, and yet obviously the the companies that support these films wouldn't do that without recouping some of their their hard-earned cash themselves. Interesting nexus, anyway. Corner Store is the name of this retail giant which used to deliver babies. It doesn't do that anymore because they had a mishap, and they found that relaying parcels and packages was far more lucrative than delivering babies. And this retailer has a bombastic head, as as voiced by Kelsey Grammer. 
He's the CEO, and he's about to be bumped upstairs and made chairman of the board. That gives the company's top delivery stork, Junior, as voiced by Andy Samberg, the chance to be promoted. So there's some pretty good voice talent here. Kelsey Grammer, Andy Samberg. Uh, you've also got Jennifer Aniston in this one as well. And the only test that is given to the company's top delivery stork before he would be promoted is that he has to fire the company's one human employee. And the human employee's name is Tulip, as in the flower. That's a nice name, isn't it? Um, would you name your daughter Tulip? I don't think I've ever heard of a person called Tulip. I'm sure someone has been, but it's not, not something I've come across. No, I haven't. Well, I mean, if you can name your kid Apple. I mean, yeah, I haven't heard yeah, a kid yeah. named Banana. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's... Well, some of the names that are made up are quite bizarre. I suppose to be named after a flower is not so bizarre. I mean, they're, they're a buttercup. Yeah, okay. A rose? There's plenty of people called Rose. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's let's not go there because whenever we do this, I wind up talking about the kid who wound up being called Depressed Cupboard Cheesecake, and and then people don't believe me that someone was called that, and the whole thing gets no, sidetracked. No. I I'm sorry, I haven't heard that story. Depressed? <laughs> what? Depressed Cupboard Cheesecake? Yes. Look it up. It's true. But hang on, surely a court of law would have banned something like that. Which which cunt is this? An American kid? Do, do you want me? To, do you want me to make it up? Do you want me to make up more of this? But in Kent, in England, back in I think it was the nineteen seventies, they called their kid depressed cupboard cheesecake. I don't know whether it was a boy or a girl. Uh, all I know is that it was reported many many years ago, and it's still out there on the internet, and I've never seen it debunked. Wow. I wonder, has a depressed cupboard cheesecake grown into a strapping young man or woman? <laughs> I'm fascinated. Now, this is, your, this is your homework task, Christopher. Find out what's become of this individual and let me know. Nobody knows. I, I have tried to look it up. I have tried to research it and nobody knows. So if anyone... If anyone knows what happened, by all means, get in touch with us via our Facebook or via our Twitter feeds at Movies First and let us know. And that way you can put Alex out of his misery because I've reached the point I'm where very, I just I'm, accept it. I'm just... I, I, so the name Tulip is nothing special compared to this this one Mr. Depressed. Anyway, this is the one human employee of this stalk delivery factory and... That that one test is, is rather difficult to actually deliver this sort of, uh, well, this one human employee, the bad news that they're no longer, going to be, no longer going to be employed by the firm. And Tulip's this open-hearted, optimistic young lady with a talent for inventing and a powerful desire to help anybody and everybody. But unfortunately, that's directly proportional to the amount of trouble that she creates every time she touches anything. And Junior finds that out firsthand because Tulip accidentally activates the baby factory while under his watchful eye, supposedly watchful eye. And they it produces this adorable, wholly unauthorised baby. So desperate to deliver this bundle of trouble before the boss gets wise, the boss being the guy who's the CEO about to be the chairman of the board, Junior and Tulip race to make their first ever baby drop. And they encounter all sorts of problems. Now, the spark for the story came from the 
life of the writer-director Nick Stoller. They had one child, he and his wife. His wife had the child, but they were parents to one child. And they were, they were lucky with their first daughter. Then there was a, a bit of a surprise with the second because it wasn't so easy and required a bit of science. And that experience made him appreciate having children even more and also made him more present as a parent. So that was his inspiration, but it wasn't until later that the idea popped into his head about storks and the myth concerning how they once delivered babies and how that might impact a youngster who wants a sibling, because that's also part of the story. So storks is fun, it's fanciful, and it's very, very colourful. All of those things are great because children well, in primary school, I reckon, would appreciate the colour and the movement. The premises sound, the importance of family, although explaining just where babies come from maybe be a little bit awkward if this is the template. It's got a zany at times convoluted script, so best to suspend belief, just go with the flow. Nevertheless, I, I thought the film was a little bit too frenzied and frenetic for my liking. I didn't really laugh a lot or even smile all that much either. I, I just sort of sat there watching without feeling much involvement. The story does try hard to generate warmth, but I didn't actually connect. But as I say, youngsters under the age of 11 who may not really understand all the narrative will, will like the movement and they'll like some of the colourful characters that the movie Stalks features. So it's rated G in Australia and it runs for only 87 minutes and uh, it's called Stalks. It features, uh, you mentioned Kelsey Grammer, who I think is uh, a fine actor and also one of the leading voice artists uh, uh, for many years now, but it also has Andy Samberg, who is a very funny man, providing some of the voices. Jennifer Aniston, Ty Burrell's on there as well. Uh, so there are some big names in it. Altogether, what does it add up to for a score out of 10? Yeah, look, I reckon a 6 out of 10, Chris, for Storks is, is warranted. So, yeah, go along and see it if you are in the family, in a situation where you've got some young kids. <laughs> you were going to say in the family way, weren't you? <laughs> Which would be, well, now, be, be summoning a visit from the stork. <laughs> <laughs> we're going now. Thank you, Alex. We are. Thank you, Chris. I, I, I can't get away with anything when you're on the other line, when you're on the other end of the podcast. But look, my intent was right. <laughs> Road to Hell will be paved with more good intentions on a future edition of Movies First. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.